Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know, their charitable foundation, Sharing Change, is funded by members who round up their electric bills to the nearest dollar each month as a donation and share with hundreds of local nonprofits. Find out more at sharingchange.org. We're talking about the United Way of Rutherford and Cannon Counties here this morning. And we're going to go right to the top with Megan Flippin, president of the United Way. And uh, Lucy Birchfield is here, VP of Development and Engagement. And uh, we're going to find out a lot about what's going on. Megan, first of all, good morning. It's good to see you. Good morning. It's great to see you as well. Uh, They don't let you out of the office. Well, I guess maybe some, but you're always very busy. So um, (laughs) I'm telling you, it's uh, you you keep very, very busy, right? We do. There's a lot going on at United Way. All great things, all positive changes and expansions, but a lot going on. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the expansions and, and, and all that kind of thing going on and uh, Lucy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Good to see you here this morning. Uh, kind of in the middle of um, a big three-day event. This is day three of a three-day event? It is. Uh, we're very excited. It's our second Give United campaign. It's a three-day primarily digital giving campaign. And our goal is big. We really increased it this year from last year. So we're trying to raise $350,000 in three days. And we're not there just yet, but we're getting really close. Ah, well, that's why you have the third day, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so are you knocking on doors and all that kind of thing, right, today? We're knocking on screens. <laughs> we're, we're flooding your social media feeds uh, with stories of folks that are being helped um, by our programs and partner agencies. And we're trying to make sure everybody's aware of what we do at the United Way and how we serve our community. And then we hope that you choose to support us with your time and with your resources. Yeah. Megan, I have, um, this is year 15 for me being back here full time at the radio station. And it seems like I remember that you have at least been with the United Way in some form or fashion that long. I, I don't want to to date you or me but it's it's been about that long hasn't it for you it's been a few minutes um it's been about 14 years okay i I knew it was was close um and in that time so much has changed hasn't it it very much has just in the last few years especially with the the pandemic a lot of the the work that united way is doing and how we do that work and and how we fundraise has has changed quite a bit well i was that's kind of where i was going with it with a a digital giving campaign who would have thought that 14 years ago <laughs> right united way for so long had been really engaged with workplaces and corporate fundraising and that's still a huge part of what we do but even before the pandemic we recognized that we really weren't fulfilling our potential by not trying to diversify our fundraising efforts and so i think the pandemic like for many organizations kind of pushed us um, to move more in different directions um, so we started some digital efforts there's some other fundraising um, programs that we've launched in the last few years like our women united affinity group our young leader society um, our legacy society which is a plan giving program to supplement the fundraising that we've done for decades in the workplace and you're you're really trying to reach all audiences i mean it, it's not just 
you know, legacy groups and, and people who have been giving for decades, you're trying to reach um, a newer generation, too, I think. That's exactly right. And I, I think the, the digital campaign has helped us to do that and to, um, you know, leverage the power of social media and electronic communication to secure new donors um, through different channels. And, you know, I can remember where there was, you know, a fundraising season and it was this time of the year. But there's it's really 12 months of the year, I would think now, isn't it? Yes. When I first started at United Way, we were so concentrated um, and doing our fundraising in about a 90 day window from mid-August to about Thanksgiving. And it is truly year round now, which I think only speaks to the strength of the fundraising um, that we're doing, that we're focusing on different efforts throughout the year, just so we can be robust with how we're generating income to support our mission. And you've kind of taken us in uh, a direction of bold goals, too. Um, maybe speak to that a bit. Yeah. So um, shortly before the pandemic, we had a, a serious conversation with our board about, you know, what did the future of United Way look like in terms of community impact? And as we went through this discussion over the course of a few months, you know, we realized that we had an opportunity to really leverage our impact um, and not just be, you know, an organization that fundraises for other nonprofits in the community, but an organization that really focuses on what are the priority issues in this community, and then we provide resources to support addressing those issues. So through about a nine-month process where we took a lot of input from the community um, and looked at the community-level data that we had, we had a group of volunteers that helped us identify six key areas that were crucial to this community, and we put some measurable goals in place for the year 2030, and that is what we are working towards and putting our resources towards as we move forward with United Way. Yeah, and Lucy, what I, I think we're seeing from those bold goals and especially with some of the funding that I'm, I'm sure maybe it happened in previous years, but from conversations that I've had on the United Way segments, especially this year, is seeing some of the uh, agencies kind of come together and partner and and work together toward goals in a partnership and that's that's pretty special uh, you, you know and and maybe out of the box thinking you know when they come together as two separate entities for one common goal it is we moved to a collaborative grant model uh, and that was for a, a couple reasons but you're right we want to make sure we're bringing the, the right folks together there's so many agencies doing wonderful work here we'd identified these bold goals and we wanted to encourage that agencies work together collaborate to make sure that th the services they're providing and maybe if there's gaps that they're coming together to make sure we're doing comprehensive work and everybody's utilizing their strengths and their power to address these issues so that we can really make an impact because outcome is what we're really focused on. And if we're just awarding grants and we're not looking at the outcomes and we're awarding grants to people who are doing similar things, that's not going to move the needle like we need it to. And it's not going to help us make that impact by 2030. So we've seen a lot of great conversations, a lot of great uh, programs come from that collaborative model and we're really excited about the future of and moving continuing to move in that direction 
From the United Way today, we have President Megan Flippin and also Lucy Birchfield, the Vice President of Development and Engagement here today. Uh, the last time, uh, a couple of weeks ago, when we were talking with our friends from the United Way, we heard the word uh, expansion and heard some additional counties here in Middle Tennessee that were mentioned. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that, Megan? Yeah, so... Um, earlier this year, we had the opportunity to integrate um, Bedford County and Lincoln County into our local United Way, and that came after the um, after several conversations with what was the former Bedford County um, United Way Board of Directors, and I think they really saw an opportunity to connect with our United Way and some of the work that we were doing. And I think it's become more common to see United Ways take a regional approach. And so we are actually officially tonight um, at the Humble Baron, um, which is an event sponsored by First Horizon Bank. We are going to be formally uh, celebrating our new partnership with Bedford and Lincoln County, as well as the closure of our Give United campaign. But we're really excited to be able to bring some additional services to those communities and to um, help them, you know, in their fundraising efforts and be able to, you know, leverage some of the work that, that we're currently doing in Rutherford County in those areas yeah so um i was kind of joking with you is it uh united way of rutherford cannon bedford lincoln counties i mean how much longer (laughs) you're gonna have to have bigger name tags if you do that (laughs) exactly we are we are working on a new name so that is in progress that we hopefully will be much more concise than listing every county but also be more reflective of the the communities that we're currently serving our new communities and then potentially any future communities that we might serve as well yeah you kind of uh, mentioned that this is kind of an, an approach that is happening um, uh, maybe across the country. Is, is it a, a regional approach? Why, why is that? I think for a lot of organizations, and, and honestly not just United Ways, but I think um, the benefit of seeing kind of shared services with some of the back office type work and administrative um, responsibilities, there's a lot of benefit to that so that in individual communities, the focus can be on fundraising and impact. Okay. Yeah. Um, John Mitchell from the American Red Cross was here um, last yes. Friday and we were talking uh, about that. So they have the heart of Tennessee chapter and you know, that that's kind of one great example of that, that name. you know, exactly. So um, that's exactly what they have been doing and they cover a lot of the middle Tennessee area. So that's just a, a good example of that. So they do the administrative part, but have a lot of counties involved. So hey, there you go. Uh, so you're going to have a celebration of that. Where is this going to take place? So it is at Humble Baron, which is at the Uncle Nearest Distillery in Bedford County. So if you haven't been there, um, it's an amazing place. It's a lot of fun. And, and we're excited to be able to formally celebrate this new partnership with yeah, those communities that's tonight. awesome so uh i'm sure that the fall and uh, winter uh that that is coming up is is a busy time I- anything that um, our listeners need to know that's coming up between now and uh, say the holidays that you want to share with us yeah so one thing i do want to be sure to share is our volunteer connect opportunities especially this time of year um, more volunteer opportunities are posted um, on that platform so if you go to our website your local uw.org um, there is a volunteer button at the top which connects you to our platform that will um, ask you what you're interested in and then it goes into the system and finds what volunteer opportunities are available that match your interest and matches you up so that you can serve where you know you 
you feel like you have the best fit. Yeah, I, I'm sure, Lucy, that that uh, website is just a, a great opportunity for folks just to start poking around. If someone hasn't really gotten engaged in volunteering, that's a good place for them to start, really. I would 100% recommend that they check that out. It's sponsored by Volunteer Bank, and it works just like Megan said, and it's a great tool for the school's that have service hour requirements or for new folks coming to town and they haven't found a way to plug in, it's a really great way to kind of look and see from the safety of your computer screen and check out what is available. There are many, many opportunities to volunteer in a variety of, of service areas. So it's going to be very easy for somebody to connect and get plugged in with an issue or an agency that they care about and raise their hand and uh, volunteer and get started that way. So we, we definitely want to tell everybody to check out Volunteer Connect, especially this time of year, but year round, that's it's a great way to find out how you can help in our community. Yeah, uh, does it have its own particular uh, URL or can you just get to it from your local uw.org? Mm-hmm. That's the best place to get there. It is, and on that landing page, you'll see that volunteer button and that'll that'll take you right to it okay i guess that's the hub for everything isn't it mm-hmm. your website it is and yeah. right next to the volunteer button there's also a button that says donate ah, so that's if a big you one, also want to click that button while you're at it you know i think that is an opportunity to further support our mission and the work that we're doing here locally well great i appreciate you both being here today Thank and you. um congratulations on the uh, uh expansion and um come back and tell us how that's going and uh our friends in in bedford and lincoln counties are going to be in great hands i think uh, that that's going to really be a benefit to them i think yeah we're excited about it yeah all right well thanks for coming by thanks brian thanks absolutely our friends from the united way of uh rutherford and cannon and now bedford and lincoln counties joining <laughs> us yeah we've got to do something about that it's, <laughs> we will yeah i'm <laughs> we're sure we're working on it <laughs> megan flippin uh, president of the united way uh here in uh, our area and also uh lucy birchfield the vp of development and engagement joining us today on rutherford issues if you missed part of the show check the podcast on our website and have a good day out there everybody